Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. A short while ago, Aunt Mary had returned from the courthouse in Huntsville. She and her son Randy had driven over to be present when Judge Willoughby passed sentence on Kit Calvert for the crime of perjury. Now, Mary Lane, having changed from her town clothes into a cool print dress, is seated out on the front porch. She gazes thoughtfully into the garden where Lefty's delphiniums are beginning to show their tiny dark buds. A few minutes go by, and then Bill Mead's maroon sedan pulls up at the side of the house. The young man jumps out, starts toward his own little cottage where Lefty formerly lived. Then, apparently changing his mind, he comes up to the lane house. Hi. Oh, hello, Bill. I thought I'd say hello before I go down to our place. Mind if I sit down and talk a minute? You know I don't. You're home rather early, aren't you, Bill? Yeah, I was over at Stanton, so I took the back road. And it was so near closing time, I decided not to go on to town. Well, sit down, Bill. Okay. Is Peggy home? Well, I don't know whether she's down at the cottage or not. I just got back from Huntsville. Kit's trial. Yeah, I know. That's what I wanted to ask you about. I thought it might be better to talk it over when Peggy wasn't around. You know, considering the way she feels about Kit. Mm. I've been awfully anxious to know how things went over there today. Was, um... Did Kit get along all right? Yes, Bill. She did very well. Gosh, I'm glad to hear she didn't crack up or anything. I spoke to Dr. Larrabee a few minutes after court adjournment, and he said it was remarkable the way she stood up to it. Um, what about the sentence, Aunt Mary? One to three years, Bill. One to three years. Hmm. That's a long time. It is, Bill. But after all, she could have been sentenced to ten years for perjury. So it might have been much worse. Bill. Oh, how did Kit feel about it? I don't know, but I believe she was prepared for whatever the sentence might be. Randy spoke to her afterwards. I didn't. Did he get the impression that she was feeling okay about it? He, uh... He didn't say much. Oh. Well, I have a feeling you're right, Aunt Mary. I mean, about her being prepared for whatever happened. (sighs) She's sure changed. Of course, it may be my imagination, but... In the courtroom today, well, she even looked different. You know, Aunt Mary, Peggy can't believe that Kit's really different, but from what I found out when I went over to the sanitarium to visit her, I know she is. Well, maybe it isn't such a good idea for all of us to keep telling Peggy that, insisting on it. Peggy hasn't been able to forget the suffering Kit caused her. 
As a matter of fact, she is even a little vindictive about it. But I'm sure she'll overcome this feeling of resentment toward Kit if we give her time. And don't hound her about it too much. Yeah, I guess you're right, Aunt Mary. In fact, I'm sure you are. Because Peggy's very fair and very honest. <laughs> you know, I can't get sore at her even when she seems stubborn. <laughs> and yet, if you really believe a thing, is it stubbornness if you stick to that belief? Or is it uh, tenacity? <laughs> oh, Bill. <laughs> I know how Peggy can stick to a thing when she wants to. And you can call it tenacity if you want, but... But it could be stubbornness. Much as I love my niece, I'm fully aware that she's far from perfect. Oh, I don't know, Aunt Mary. She's about as close to it as any girl can be. And that's the proper way for a bridegroom to feel. Oh, I'm not saying that just because I'm a bridegroom. Mm-mm. No, I, I know Peggy. But she's... Uh... <laughs> Listen to me. Anyway, Aunt Mary, thanks for raising her like you did. Bridegroom or no bridegroom, I think she's swell. Oh, so do I, Bill. <laughs> Hi there. Oh, hi. Oh, hello, son. What amuses you two? Oh, we're just talking about that bride of mine. Pull up a set and sit down. Uh, thanks. I'll wind if I do. I can't seem to convince you boys the chairs are just as comfortable to sit on as the steps. <laughs> and there's Bill in his office suit. Yeah, Bill, Peggy will give you what for if she has to start patching your pants. Oh, look who's talking. <laughs> you, uh, you notice I'm dressed for hard farm labor. <laughs> this is laying your son as a pain in the neck. Isn't he, so? Uh, just the same, I guess I'd better go down to the cottage and check you. Yeah, that's right, son. You're wearing the old ball and chain now, you know. Can't be dilly-dallying on your way home from work. Someday, my friend, I'll have my innings. <laughs> How do you figure that? Hey, just wait till you sign on the dotted line. Well, I ever love it. Don't hold your breath while you're waiting. <laughs> that guy's more in love now than when he and Peggy were married. Of course he is, dear. Isn't that the way it should be? Yeah, I guess so. A couple of lucky kids. Aren't they? And they realize it, too. Randy. Yes, ma'am? Uh, are you disturbed about something? Disturbed? <laughs> now, what gave you an idea like that? Haven't I been trying to make jokes in my own feeble way? Like cheery laughter and so on? <laughs> you might have been able to fool Bill, but I know you better. When we were driving back from Huntsville this afternoon, you looked so dejected, Randy. You hardly said a word. Yeah, I, I couldn't help thinking about Kit. Took a lot of courage to take a three-year jail sentence in a stride the way she did. It must have taken terrific effort, Randy. I've always felt that Kit had a great deal of fiber and inner strength. Uh-huh. And it certainly showed itself today. You know, when we went into Judge Willoughby's office to say goodbye, I was pretty sure she'd let down. But she didn't. Not for a minute but I could feel her holding it back. I've sure got to admire her, Mom. Her spunk. And yet, Randy, I believe she'd understand it's something she has to go through if she's to have any future at all. Yeah. And Lord knows it won't be easy for her to face the future. She'll have so much to forget. I ran into her dad this afternoon on my way to the car. Then? You didn't mention it. I know. But I was sure thinking about it. Why, Randy? What happened? Ah, that guy. You talked to him? Oh, Jesse spoke to me. And Ben started sounding off. He was gloating about the sentence. Seemed to think it proved Larrabee and I hadn't gotten away with anything, as he put it. Then he sang the same old song about Kit's not really being ill. About her being a criminal and so on. Well, I got sore and... Well, the only reason I didn't poke him was because he's an old man. 
But I warned him to keep out of my way or I might forget his age. It burns me up when I think what a dirty deal Kit got from him. There he was, so smug and full of hypocritical virtue. I'm glad you didn't lose your temper with Dan. The main thing is that Kit will come through regardless of a father. You should have heard what Dr. Laherty said to me about you. He said you gave Kit something to hang on to. Someone to believe in. Funny. I didn't think it would turn out to be such a responsibility. Sometimes it scares me. I guess I have a fear of disappointing Kit. Of letting her down. How could you? You've been honest with her. You've only said and done what you truly felt. Isn't that so? Well, yeah. At least I've tried to figure out exactly how I do feel and act accordingly. <laughs> Sometimes I've wondered if I understood myself. I mean, in relation to Kit. My feelings have gone through quite a few stages. I know, son. Randy, when I talked to Dr. Larrabee today, he mentioned some promise you'd given Kit. He did? Naturally, he was curious about it. He said Kit refused to tell him what it was. I see. According to the way Kit talked, Dr. Larrabee said he felt disagreement between you, whatever it was, had a great deal to do with Kit's ability to get through court today. That's why he believed it must be very important to us. Yeah. Apparently, Kit considered that he had no right to tell anyone about it without your permission. I'm glad she feels that way. I didn't tell her not to say anything, but just the same, considering... Well, considering a lot of things, I'm very glad she didn't. Oh? Aunt Mary waited, but Randy offered... Mary waited, but Randy offered... Mary waited, but Randy offered no further explanation. Silence today, be that he himself Kit Calvert, despite the fact that he has promised to wait until she returns from serving a sentence in prison.